On our last episode, we talked about the retirement planning process. Join us today while we talk about the implementation and the team that works for you. Welcome back, everyone. We have a great episode for you today. We're bringing back two team members, uh, Nick Hymanson and Taylor Wolverton. And they, we, we just ask them questions uh, and they do quite a bit in the background that sometimes our clients don't see, but we want to make sure that everyone understands what that process is, right? We just came up with this plan, client just agreed to become a client, and now how does it flow from here and what are we really doing to make sure that everything is done in a secure way that everyone's comfortable with and we're actually implementing what we said we would. Yeah, we go through a lot of different steps in this episode. Uh, we know it's a lot. So we had a blog written on this that lays it all out in written form. So please check out the blog, pomwealth.net. Go to the blog page. You'll be able to get all of it right there. Super easy. But before we need to get into this episode, we have to have a quick disclosure. The information contained in this podcast is intended to provide general information only and not be considered individualized advice. Different types of investments carry different levels of risk. As always, please contact your financial professional for advice appropriate to your situation. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. This is the place where high achieving professionals come to gain confidence on how to successfully navigate their transition into and life during retirement. There's no such thing as a passive retirement plan. To have a successful financial future, your plan must be actively managed. Each week, we will bring you action plans and expert interviews that will help you gain insights, learn fresh perspectives, and finally experience peace of mind about your retirement. Here to help you achieve your dream retirement and live the life you deserve are your hosts, certified financial planners, Raiden Stancil and Merce Tariq. Welcome to Secure Your Retirement Podcast. We are excited today. We are going to continue a conversation that we had last month. Uh, we have our guests back with us. We have Nick Hymanson and Taylor Wolverton, and we are going to break down the financial planning process part two. So Morgan, can you kind of bring us up to speed with where what, what our episode today is going to be about? Sure. So just to recap our last episode on the retirement planning process, which if you didn't catch it, it's episode 199 if you want to go back to watch it, or you can also read it on the blog page. Uh, but first of all, we, we talked about how to prepare for uh, an introduction meeting with our team, how you would... Uh, gather the data and the accounts that you'd be submitting in regards to your assets, your income information, and your expense information to the extent that you're comfortable, whatever you're comfortable submitting and that we're able to submit that securely. Um, and then in between that first visit and the second visit, it's all us. We do all the work. So we prepare for the second meeting. And then there we present you, we walk through each step of retirement planning process. And at the end of that meeting, we can give you that information. We can either print it out for you or, or send it over to you. And then on the a third visit, that would be considered the strategy meeting. We take some of the time and we come back for the third meeting, which is all about the strategy. Uh, we talked about the bucket sheet on the last episode, and it really breaks everything down into three different buckets. Cash, which is the amount that, you've, that you're going to be holding. Some people that's going to be on a different comfort level. Uh, some people want to have a lot of cash and others don't. Uh, then there's also the safety bucket, um, which includes a few different products that will include safe and reliable income during retirement. And then finally, the third bucket is growth. Money that's in the growth buckets will grow during retirement, do just what it says. And then the funds in this bucket will be liquid, but the goal is to avoid touching this money as much as possible. So that will all be discussed during the third visit or the strategy meeting. And then at this point, of course, when you decide to become a client, how do we move forward after that, Merce? Yeah, so there's there's already been some time spent on both sides of the table. The team has done some work to present. 
the the client uh, has taken some time out of their schedule to get to know us. So now they know everything about us, how we operate, how do we take care of our clients. A uh, some form of a recommendation has been made, made, and now the client says, "Guys, I love everything. I want to work with you." And so, Nick, um, there's obviously there's a bunch of different steps that we implement, especially in the first year. Uh, to get everything transitioned and transferred over in a comfortable manner. So what is, what is step number one after a client says, yes, I want to work with you guys? Yeah, so step number one for us is is really getting together and figuring out what information do we have and what information might, might uh, we need to get all of the paperwork together and all of the data um, to be able to fill in everything that we need to be able to open an account. Um, the first step is putting together beneficiary information, dates of birth, um, addresses, phone numbers, contact information, making sure we have all of that information that pertains to the specific person and um, getting the, that all of that information together and um, creating an account. Um, so that process looks like basically us filling in this documentation um, with your personal information. Charles Schwab requires all of the information that um, we ask for um, to be able to open that account in, in the client's name. Um, so from there, once a lot of that paperwork is signed, we'll typically, um, that's when our team will take that paperwork and submit it to Charles Schwab. Um, that process for them to open the account takes typically uh, one to three business days, depending on um depending on the type of account and how many accounts we're opening up. And um, that's when transfers will take place. That's when I will reach out on um, on accounts being opened and making sure that everyone is easily able to access the account and figuring out, making sure that they have the actual access on the website, on the Charles Schwab app, and um, making sure it's all set in stone so that you're comfortable and able to access the new account. And what if your account is already with Charles Schwab? What if you're already there? If you're already with Charles Schwab, that makes it um, a whole lot easier. So in the case that there, um, there's an already account at Charles Schwab, it's a lot less documentation. So they already have all of that personal information. So it's really one form to add peace of mind as um, being able to access the account. Um, but I'm sorry. I just wanted to mention here real quick, just so everybody who's listening, because obviously there's there's people that might have accounts at multiple locations, just so they understand the structure of of this idea of Charles Schwab. So Charles Schwab, just so everyone knows, for us and for many people, uh, many advisors, we don't work for Charles Schwab. We're not connected to Charles Schwab when it comes to uh, any kind of financial uh, relationship. They don't pay us. We're not dictated by them. They are simply a custodian. And a custodian could be uh, Fidelity. It could be TD Ameritrade, not very much longer because Charles Schwab bought them. It could be Charles Schwab. It could be Vanguard, any place that you have your accounts. Our relationship, though, for us to have our custodian is with Charles Schwab. So that's why Nick is saying we're going to get the accounts open there. Uh, one other little caveat, though, that if you could just speak on, uh, Nick, as far as what if somebody says, hey, I've got all these things. Do you have to sell everything that I've got over at Vanguard or sell everything I have over at Fidelity to get it to Charles Schwab? Mm -hmm. So if someone asks that question, the answer is no, we don't have to sell anything. Um, what happens is um, that during the transfer process, it's called in-kind. 
So all of the securities, all of the holdings, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, or everything that is held at the other firm, whether that be a TD Ameritrade, a Fidelity, a Vanguard, that is all going to transfer in kind. So exactly what it's currently in over to Charles Schwab. And then Charles Schwab will hold those exact funds um, over in the new account. Um, so nothing there changes um, until we come up with a strategy around the investments. Um, and so that occurs afterwards. Yeah. And I think that's important, uh, particularly on uh, uh, non-IRA accounts where where a sale can result in a taxable impact. So um, it makes it nice and easy for us as the advisor to bring the asset over without any taxable type of impact and then have a good conversation to evaluate uh, a strategy around uh, a li potential liquidation strategy or a hold strategy or something like that. So um because sometimes people worry about, well, do I have to sell everything? And that's not the case. Uh, Nick, another common question that we do get is someone says, Hey, I'm, I'm over at Vanguard and I want to work with you guys, but I have, you know, I have a monthly distribution that's set up for a thousand dollars a month, every single month. Are, are you guys going to be able to replicate that for me? Yeah. So in that case, really, it's just one additional form. We can do the same exact thing over at Charles Schwab. Um, and, what it is, is linking the bank account to the new Charles Schwab account. Um, and so one additional form there will be able to have the your bank account linked to your Schwab account. And then we'll also be able to set up recurring withdrawals or recur recurring distributions to your bank account um, from your new Schwab account. So exactly like it was at the other firm um, or at the other custodian, it can be replicated right at Charles Schwab. Yeah, so we've talked in in this right here now so far, Nick. You've kind of explained this idea of somebody moving a brokerage account to a brokerage account, meaning same account to same account, or moving an IRA or a Roth IRA or anything like that, a trust account. We're moving all of those things, and we talked about being able just to move that money electronically. But the steps are just a little bit different for something that is what is called a, a company plan, make like a 401k, 403b, 457, any of those kind of plans. How How is that process just a little bit different than moving IRA to IRA? Yeah. So in that scenario, um, we will have one less form. So it won't be a transfer in this case. If it's from a 401k, What's going on is really we're calling over likely together to the 401k company and they are required. They can't send anything electronically. So they're required to um, cut a check um, for the benefit of um, Charles Schwab or for uh, to Charles Schwab for the benefit of you as um, the person who's the account owner. Um, and so that check after the phone call is made is usually um, cut and sent either to your address, um, the person's address, who's the account owner, or we can send it straight to Charles Schwab um, for them to deposit it right into your account. Um, and so the process is a little different there, and it depends on um, typically how fast that that 401k company cuts the check. Um, but in that case, it's not electronic. It's more of a physical check that's going either to your address or um, as the um, account owner or straight to Charles Schwab. And I think something that's uh, important to point out here is that anytime someone hears the word, I'm getting a check, uh, and a lot of times it's 401k money that we're talking about, 403b money that's talking we're talking about, which is all pre-tax dollars. And if it's done right, which we always do it right, if we're working together, it's done as a 
trustee to trustee transfer transfer, which is similar to a rollover. All that to say it's that it's a not a taxable event. So even though there is a physical check that is mailed from your 401k plan, if it's done properly, it's not a taxable event. So I think that's important to point out too. I hope that you are enjoying the show. By the way, if you are in or nearing retirement and are someone who wants to gain clarity on what questions you should be asking, learn what the biggest retirement myths are, and identify what you could be doing to achieve peace of mind for your retirement, get started today by requesting your complimentary video course, Four Steps to Secure Your Retirement. To access the course, simply visit pomwealth.net forward slash podcast. If you're new here or you haven't done this yet, this is definitely the first step to get started in applying these principles to your life. So head over to pomwealth.net forward slash podcast and check us out. So we've covered a lot there as far as the getting the accounts kind of set up. And then we understand that there's going to be more steps there as well. But that process, like you gave us a nice timeline there. But there's another aspect of things than just the accounts. There's kind of the things that we're going to help folks with on tax planning. Uh, so. So I'm going to ask Taylor, Taylor, could you kind of walk us through what we're going to try to accomplish at least in the first few months of when it, and what would be the steps for us to be able to do that analysis when it comes to taxes? Yeah, so we'll want to start by collecting your most recent tax return that you have filed. And we'll take a copy of that tax return and look over it for opportunities to do things like potentially Roth conversions. If that's beneficial for your situation, we'll do an analysis on that. And we can have a conversation about the possibility of doing Roth conversions with you, if it makes sense. And then there's other tax planning strategies that we could use. Like if you qualify for qualified charitable distributions, we can talk about that and help you set those types of transfers up. And then also we could talk about uh, in the way of charitable donations, we could also set up a donor advised fund, if that's something that you're interested in and something that would benefit your situation, just looking for any opportunity to lower your taxable income and consequently lower the amount of taxes that you're going to pay in future years as part of your holistic financial plan in retirement. Yeah, I think what's really nice about this this tax um, scenario that we run through is that it gives us the ability to start playing around with your 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 overall tax situation and and Taylor can go and manipulate the numbers and say hey what if we did do a Roth conversion of 20,000 this year what's it really going to cost us or even as simple as sometimes and I think it when when we're talking about people that are withdrawing on their their um IRAs and having cash flow coming in the door a lot of times we are using withholdings federal and state withholdings uh, to start paying the taxes as we take those withdrawals. And sometimes we're way off on our guess as to, well, how much should I withhold? I think a lot of times when I'm talking to someone on the phone and setting this up, they say, well, I have no idea, just withhold something. Well, with what what Taylor can do in this software is that we can actually kind of look at where are you falling in your tax bracket? And then as some, and, and it gives us a much better idea rather than just taking a, you know, a guess in the dark as far as should, how much should I withhold? We have numbers behind it that Again, a simple conversation, but it's a really nice um, uh, part of uh, one of the tools that we have in place here. Yeah. And just could you speak a little bit too about the idea? Because we talked about moving things in kind, whether or not we would sell something that maybe had a gain or do a Roth conversion um, of, of how you look at this idea of uh, especially for somebody who might be affected with any kind of Irma problems and explain what that means. I'll let you handle the Irma part. <laughs> 
Yeah, so for our clients who are paying Medicare premiums currently over the age of 65 or about to be eligible for Medicare, that's something that we want to look at because once your adjusted gross income goes over a certain level, then there's possibilities where your Medicare premiums can start increasing. And so that's something that we're definitely looking for as well. You can kind of look at it as an extra tax that you have to pay for extra Medicare premiums. So when we're looking at using these strategies, especially Roth conversions, where we're adding in taxable income in a certain year, you want to make sure we're not pushing your income into a space where your Medicare premiums are going to go up and it's going to negate the benefits of the Roth conversion. So we're definitely looking at, it's IRMA, I-R-M-A-A, which stands for Income-Related Monthly Adjustment Amount. And that's related to Medicare premiums. So, and I was really hoping that yeah. I was like, I said, like, man, if Morgan asks us what Irma stands for, I said, I'm going to be We're so done. nervous. I was going to make up something really good, but I'm glad you had the right answer there. <laughs> hey, real quick. Oh, another, uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say another thing I was going to add to just in the way of tax planning is that for our clients who work with us for our tax preparation services, then we'll make sure you're onboarded with one of our CPAs that we work with. And we can also help you gather the tax forms that you have for the accounts that we manage for you. So making sure you're getting all of your 1099s that you need and not leaving out any of those documents so that you can get those over to your CPA and make sure that your return is filed on time. So lots of moving parts as I'm just sitting here listening to it. And, um, and it just makes me go, wow, this is a lot. And I'm on this side and I can imagine a client who's on the other side and they're thinking, man, all this stuff is happening. It's their life savings. So Nick, what is it that you try to do so that the client is not having to sit and worry? Has this been done yet? Is this moving? Where's this at in the whole process? Like, what do you do to make sure that the client is completely understanding everything? Yeah. So, um, what I try to do is, is, communicate as, as much as I can. So whenever I have an update, whether that's um, an account has opened, um, I'm usually, I'm typically sending out an email, letting you know that, um, or giving you a call. Um, so I'm making sure that you have access to that account. And then after that, I'm also, what Charles Schwab does is they give us an estimated completion date for the transfer. Um, and this is when it's going from another custodian to Charles Schwab. Um, so in that case, I will let you know when that is, uh, that transfer is expected to be completed. And then when it's actually has been completed, sometimes it's a day or two off. And so I will let you know that either by phone or email, um, and then answer any questions along the way, whether that's, um, personal information that you'd like to get added to the account, um, getting logged in, where to view your accounts, um, where to see when the funds come in, where to look for it, um, and then from the 401k process, it looks a little different because we don't have an estimated completion date for that. Um, but we do see if it, the check has been sent straight to Charles Schwab, we do see when they deposit it into the account. And then I will be basically letting you know exactly when that happens. Um, or if the check is going straight to your address, we're typically communicating um, just to make sure that that gets put straight into your account. Um, so during the whole entire process from account opening, um, from really signing the documentation to account opening to getting the funds moved, um, we're communicating um, pretty frequently just to make sure that 
everything's in place, set up, and really helping you um, go through the process and any, answering any questions for you. Hey, Merce, could you, I, thank you so much, Nick, for explaining that and Taylor. But so now here we are, we've kind of gotten this, this process started where the client is pretty much, you know, we've gotten the accounts open, we've gotten some tax information that we're looking at and analyzing. And then our, our next step, once we've kind of are moving along this, because we're trying to do piece by piece, is we have what we have called, because it typically works out that we can do it in this time frame. we call it a 45-day meeting. Can you kind of just like maybe take a little bit, Merce, and talk a little bit about that 45-day meeting and what that's designed for? Yeah, so the 45-day meeting is ideally by then, um, all the assets have transferred uh, and we've got everything back in in house in the sense of we've we have everything done from the moving part perspective, and now we're getting back together for a couple of different reasons. One, uh, to answer any questions, to just double take uh, take a step and take some time to check in and say, hey, have you been able to log into Schwab? Uh, are you able to see everything there? Have you gotten any mail from Schwab that you have questions on? And just take some time to answer questions because it's for a lot of our clients, it's a, it's a new custodian. They use Fidelity for years. They use Vanguard for years. They were very comfortable with that setup. And now they're looking at a different one. While they are all very similar, they all have their tiny little nuances. So it's getting used to something different. Um, so we take time to do that. The other part of what we're going to do is uh, finalize if if there ha is, is anything left to talk about on the investment strategy or deliver the rest of the investment strategy to them. So Morgan mentioned the uh, what we talked about in the last podcast around this topic was a, a bucket sheet. Uh, it's not a technical, technical term, but it, we call it a, little, a bucket sheet that breaks down how we have um, allocated the accounts to cash, safety, and growth. And so we're finalizing that and giving that to the client. So they have a nice one-page document that says, hey, here's how things are laid out. And, and going over any questions around that. Uh, another important piece that we do in this visit is, uh, at this point, we know a lot about you and we know a lot about things that uh, may or may not need to be updated. One that is very common in this visit is we're starting the process for updating that estate plan. Uh, estate plan typically means we're either going down the path of setting up a brand new will, uh, which which comes with power of attorney documents, HIPAA documents, uh, and and other important pieces there. Um, or we could be going down the route of setting up a trust for our clients. All just depends on the conversations that we're having there. And that that process we set it up uh, because of our relationship with the partner firm. We actually have the ability to take care of the costs of that for our clients. And um, and so that I would say is the next big step in a, in a year long process of getting things fully aligned as far as goals go, as far as desires go, um, that, that setting up the estate plan is the next big step that we talk about in that 45 day meeting. Yeah. So I think that, uh, you know, at this point, uh, we've spent, uh, you know, 20 minutes or so just kind of walking through all these different events that occur. Um, but what we want to really have come across here is that, uh, the client, the person that's that's doing this, they don't they're not having to worry, are these things being taken care of? We have a great team here that's just really making sure all of these different things, all these different moving parts are taken care of. Now, I will tell you kind of as we close out, just so you kind of know, we understand this is a lot. So the first year we're gonna meet quite a bit more, but then even ongoing, we meet with our clients uh in the first part of the year. Uh we are gonna meet uh, all the to make sure that the financial plan is working properly, that there, if there's any tweaks that need to be done, second part of the year is all about taxes and making sure that we're make that we are on the tax planning 
part of things. So we want you to know that this process, while it sounds a little bit daunting, maybe uh, it's not that bad. It, it actually works very, very smooth, but you also get a sense of all the work that's going on behind the scenes. So we hope this has been helpful just to kind of help you see how this whole process works. Um, Morgan, you did a great job of the opening. And I was hoping you would have a lot of questions. You guys are so good at explaining things. <laughs> Thank you again, Taylor and Nick, for coming on and then and walking through all the things you do for us. Again, we hope this has been helpful. We know we went through a lot. There's a blog that's written on this that kind of lays all of these steps out. So you can just go to our website, which is pomwealth.net. Go to the blog page. You'll see it all there. Uh, super easy to be able to navigate. Thank you very much. Have a great day. We'll talk to you again next Monday. All right, everyone, that wraps up today's episode of the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. If you found value in today's episode, we would love nothing more than for you to head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a review. Be sure to take a screenshot of the review before you submit it, and we'll send you a special gift. Our book, Get Off the Retirement Roller Coaster. Just email morgan at pomwealth.net with a screenshot of the review to get your gift. Also, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes as they're released every week. And finally, please share our podcast with your favorite social network so more of your friends and family can benefit from this information. Always remember, you've worked hard to get where you are, and now you deserve to have a retirement that works hard for you.